Hey everyone, welcome to Direct Path number 11. If you haven't yet, check out those first 10 Direct Path videos. What we are doing in the Direct Path series is we are showcasing the Direct Path to God Realization, the diamond necklace that is already around each of our necks, yet it remains for us to recognize it, and we are showcasing that from many different faces slash paths of the same one mountain, flat mountain, to the one end. And it's a flat mountain because the flatness is the non-dual aspect, which is you are already it, the diamond necklace is already around your neck, and the mountain aspect is the process of the parable of the prodigal son, which is the turning inward of consciousness and awareness and itself to God realize, to recognize said diamond around said neck. And each one of those diamonds slash jewels is a unique creative, artistic expression of the infinite. And that's the balance of the inward dynamic with the outward dynamic. On December 5th of 2020, I took my first heroic dose of psilocybin, five grams. And during that time, I had yet broken through into non-duality. I had yet to have had my Satori at that time, which I experienced on December 18th. On December 5th, what happened was I tried putting the nature of reality into words, and I made a show about it, which you can check out on our channel. And when I said, describe it, try, I was in the heat of the trip. I was in the midst of the depths of the psychonautics. And it was so gorgeous because I was trying to put words on the ineffable. I was trying to distill it into art. And that's when it came through, describe it, try describe our metaphysics describe the nature of our reality try to describe the ineffable and the absolute and what's happening and so i did and i simply wrote that the nature is both in god realization and out the exterior artistry so you have both the God realization, becoming aware of awareness, as well as the artistic expression outward of the infinite. And that's why you have here, you have both the infinity sign on the inward, and on the outward, you have the artistic palette of all of the different possible creative combinatorics of artistry being expressed outward. We will never be able to finish creating realities that we immerse ourselves into as creative explorations of the infinite. When you have something that's unbounded, so there's no bound, 
you can't ever finish exploring it. So it's eternal. It's just been eternally creating these realities, these dreams, and which quantum mechanics is showing us that it is all energy, there is no matter. That we recognize that there are an infinite amount of fluctuations, an infinite amount of modulations of that energy. Just like there's an infinite amount of ways to play music, which is what these realities are. And so we will never, ever come to an end of exploring all of the possibilities that awareness or consciousness getting colored by experience. We will never finish it, ever. And that's what this is. And we have this little ranking from the inward. We have the absolute ineffable. The Tao that can be named is not the eternal Tao, as Lao Tzu said. So you can't actually describe the absolute ineffable. It's like the Nirguna Brahman, as in the Brahman without attributes. And then when you go one layer down to the Saguna Brahman or to what many people call God or some people even call Tao, what we say is that the absolute ineffable charges awareness or consciousness and that that is what God realization is, is the recognition that the ineffable has charged this consciousness or this awareness to experience all of these dreamed creation designs. And so that is what God realization is on the inward. And then another layer down is the understanding of all that is or all-inclusive awareness. So that's when you sort of recognize that the pretty, it's still a very, very high-end God realization on the inward side, is to be able to take the perspective of the observer or the witness or the consciousness or the awareness on the scale of the entire dreamed creation. So it's not only this one dreamed creation and all 8 billion angles or perspectives or worldviews that are being generated within that consciousness or awareness, yet it is also all of the other creation designs that are happening, all of the other dreams of the infinite, of the absolute ineffable that are happening. So you have to really use your imagination and imagine all of the other creation designs that are happening simultaneously, and the all-inclusive awareness is one which can hold the awareness across all of those infinite creation designs that are happening right now. And then one layer below that is just the I am presence beingness. So that's when you just recognize your own God realization right here in this vehicle, this expression of it. You're like, okay, I'm aware of awareness in this vehicle from this perspective. And that's great. That's an incredible point of God realization. The next step that you would get to is the God realization of the all-inclusive awareness. One step below even the awareness of awareness itself is when you're sort of lost in the body. You believe that I am this body, I am this experience, I am these perceptions, these beliefs, these objects, I am these onion layers of identity, I am simply a finite biological creature and absolutely nothing more than that. And that is the cultural hypnosis and dogma that has been plaguing our civilization for millennia, 
because people are kept asleep thinking that they are finite, egoic, separate entities and that the awareness or the consciousness is not eternal and also that it is not shared amongst us all. And so the first step of awakening is recognizing that the consciousness and awareness is eternal and it's shared among us all and that this is just one expression of infinity that we're immersed into as a dream and it's beautiful. And then the layer above that is that the I am presence beingness becoming more and more, as it said, the light bulb flickers and then it stays on for you, which is great. And then you do your best to expand that out to the all-inclusive awareness of all 8 billion here. And then beyond this creation design to all of the creation designs. And so... That is God realization on the maximum level of recognizing the absolute ineffable that charges awareness consciousness of God, Brahman, Tao, and then also taking out that last thorn of the charged awareness or consciousness itself. And that's when you recognize the absolute, the ineffable, and there's just no words at that point. And that's a spectrum from inward to outward. Now, when you go all the way inward, like in the parable of the prodigal son, if you go outward first, you're going to hit an egoic breaking point and likely causing planetary pathology and ecological disaster. And then you're going to turn inward anyway. And then what happens is once you God realize everything outward becomes Wu Wei effortless action serving and channeling the absolute highest morality. So the outward expression becomes effortless. The outward expression is only disastrous when you believe you're the body doing the outward expression. So that's why go inward first, God slash self-realization first, and then go outward, which is the process of your unique creative expression. So you recognize the diamond necklace around your neck, and then you through the absolute highest morality, refract that source light through your own unique jewel and bring that artistic creativity into the world. And we'll be doing a lot more content around the inward-outward duality because it's a dualistic concession, but it's one of the absolute best juxtapositions and dualistic concessions to even communicate. We've been talking about it a lot on the program as well with the very simple dualistic concession of this is your consciousness slash awareness that's pure bare empty pre-coloration that is eternal and then this is when your consciousness slash awareness that is eternal becomes colored by its unique experience in this creation design here you see the consciousness slash awareness is getting colored by words and here you see it's getting colored by art and so you can see that this is one observer, this is one God observer slash witness that is being colored uniquely, just like we are. And you can also see that in your pupil, our pupil is the God realization, that sameness, and then the iris is the uniqueness. It's so simple. It's right under our nose. It's explained like I'm five. So it's the best dualistic concession that we found thus far is the juxtaposition of the inward with the outward. 
and ask yourself the very fun questions like, and this sort of further makes the juxtaposition that we're sharing even more profound and understandable, which is why would a camera ever turn inwards? To understand who the videographer is. That's why Ramana Maharshi was so persistent and adamant about understanding who the seer is. Because God is the seer. That's why St. Francis of Assisi said that you are seeking that which is seeing. The more that we recognize that God is the seer, that that is God realization to become aware of awareness itself, the more we can make these fun, friendly analogies of, oh, I should probably try and understand who the videographer is. That the camera should turn on itself and go inward to understand itself. And then it can go outward flawlessly, morally, ethically, Another way to think about this is this is energy that looks like form appearing as this atlas talking to an audience. It's as simple as that. Energy that looks like form, which quantum mechanics has verified, appearing as atlas talking to an audience. So... The way that the infinite, absolute, ineffable expresses itself through awareness, consciousness, God, Tao, Brahman, in being colored by experience in these dreamed creation designs is happening eternally. We've been doing that. We're going to keep doing that. This is just one expression of that. And it's energy. The most underlying is energy. And it's being modulated. It's being fluctuated as the infinite amount of combinations that are possible in the underlying structure that then make it appear as form. Just like music. There's all these infinite combinations of music on the underlying structure so that you, when you hear it, you go, oh, listen to how different this song is. To how different this song is to how unique this song is hear this instrument oh what about this singer over here and there's so many infinite combinations of music that is the same thing as the infinite combinations of quantum mechanics the arrangement of energy which is the same thing as the infinite arrangements of dreamed creation designs of appearances that have these dreamed observers inside of them that are experiencing them as God, as Tao, as Brahman, as the absolute ineffable, as that awareness consciousness. This is a pretty special direct path because what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you three different tastes in this one episode. So I gave you that juxtaposition from inward outward to start. And now we're going to go through three different ways of viewing that direct path of the flat mountain from the base to the peak. 
and we're gonna go through three different examples. So it's basically showcasing three different faces slash paths and take whatever resonates with you in your own process of God realization of recognizing the diamond necklace around your neck and refracting the source light in your own unique artistic way. So in this first one, we're going to talk about the first step being reclaiming awareness from mind. This is mind. Mind is monkey. That's what mind is. It's monkey mind. It's, oh my gosh, I can't sit still. All I'm doing is thinking. I'm lost in my thoughts. I'm lost in my emotions. I'm lost in the experiences. It's the cloud, the cloud, the cloud, the cloud. I'm obsessed with each and every cloud nonstop. That's the monkey mind. And reclaiming awareness is juxtaposing the cloud with the sky and recognizing yourself as the eternal sky in which all of the clouds appear. The analogies are so simple. They're childlike. The ocean is another one. You are the eternal ocean that is experiencing all of the different waves. Those are all of the colorations. You are the eternal pupil that is experiencing all of the different colorations and experience of the iris. This is just one expression of our infinitude. And so we reclaim awareness from mind first. From ego, from the contracted, finite, separate, biological entity to the eternal awareness first then we recognize that awareness is eternal so as you reclaim the awareness usually what happens is you go ah i'm aware of awareness or i'm conscious of consciousness i'm now meta aware or meta conscious and that's a profound step and then the next step is to recognize that that is eternal, which is difficult because you've, you're only used to a finite reality. So you have to then break the cultural hypnosis of saying that this is it. It's just one finite reality. One finite reality. You have to break that BS and shoot infinitely out in both directions as well. In the past and in the future. And that's the recognition that awareness is eternal and it's also shared, right? And that's when you also recognize that there is only one observer, there's only one witness, and it's fractaled out in all of these different configurations in these dreams. Like in this one, there's 8 billion of these units or individuals or multiplicity that are really all one unity, but they're all unique expressions of it. And so then you recognize that your pupil is itself the same shared awareness slash pupil ex experiencing the dream in all of its unique differences from all of the different countries around the planet, from all of the different cultures, through all of the different languages, through all of the different foods and musics and arts and sciences and engineerings. That is what we are. That is what this is. Wake up. Wake up.
And after you recognize that that awareness is eternal, that that awareness is shared, then you get to the last step of recognizing that awareness is a dream. So that's a hard leap to make as well. The hardest leap, though, is to get outside affinity to infinity. Once you get to that, eternity and infinity and the awareness being shared, once you get there, then you take out the last thorn, which is that even awareness itself is a dream. It's an agent of the infinite. The absolute, the ineffable, the infinite uses awareness which is dreamed to experience these dreamed creations so that's one taste Let's go to the next. So here's another face slash path that we'll describe here. In the first step, you're going from the ego to the oneness, okay? That means you're going from the contracted, separate, biological, finite entity to the relaxed, to the expansive state of the oneness, And you recognize that that oneness is eternal, that that oneness is shared. Once you get to that point, you are really fucking relaxed. You're just chilling. You're chilling because you know you've become a Gnostic being. That's what Veda means. It means knowledge. Know thyself, as the Greeks wrote, as that Delphic maxim says. You've become God-realized. That's what in Russian znanya means. That's what the more God-realized you become, the more relaxed you are, the more expansive you've become, the more eternal and infinite you've become because you know your own true nature, you know our metaphysics. It's no longer a mystery to you. Because you've pierced the veilless veil. You've walked through the gateless gate. You've recognized the diamond necklace that is already around your neck. That's it. You got it. That feeling is so profound and so difficult to describe that Satori moment. We're actually making content here in L.A. as one of our projects around capturing people's Satori moments and then sharing those with the world. And so if you want to be a part of that, let us know and you can email us and you can always send that over to us anytime simulation series at gmail.com and we'll coordinate that with you sometime this year to get that rolling we have lots of projects and you can support all of them below by joining the channel and getting exclusive perks as well as enabling us to funnel the success of these projects so you've recognized that you're moving away from the finite egoic separate entity to the oneness that is eternal and shared and you're really relaxed now because you've recognized your infinitude and our infinitude 
And then you become the sky, you become the ocean that is experiencing the clouds slash the waves. That's your unique coloration. So now you recognize I am the pupil that's experiencing the iris of this Atlas character. And you're the pupil that is experiencing the the iris of your unique unit, your unique character, your unique artistic expression. So you've went all the way inward to recognize that, ah, got it? And then now the outward is smooth, the outward is harmonious, the outward is highest possible morality and ethics, wu wei, effortless action. And then you get to the realization that even that infinite pupil that is experiencing eternally different colorations is all a dream. And that's it. That's the absolute ineffable realization. This is eternal. This is infinite. This is one expression of it, one creation design, one dream, and that we're going to just keep going with these. We've been doing it. We're going to keep doing it. That's it. That's awakening. That's enlightenment. And it's just the diamond necklace that is already around your neck. It's just the turn inward to recognize infinity, to recognize eternity, to get yourself out of the finite cultural dogma and hypnosis into what is a leap of faith inward towards infinity, towards eternity, towards your true metaphysical nature. And even Sir Roger Penrose, who won the Nobel Prize in Physics in 2020, has a cyclic cosmology. Even the world's cutting-edge physicists are starting to say, yeah, we should answer the question, what was before the Big Bang and where are we going after this? Yeah, no fucking shit, Sherlock. Of course it's eternal. Of course it's cyclic. Of course it's infinite. Of course it is. Nothing else would make sense if it was just this finite one and that's it. Just this one little blip, ha. It makes zero logical sense. The only logic that makes sense is eternity. The only logic that makes sense is infinity. And the only logic that makes sense is all of the creative combinations of the musical notes, all of the creative combinations of the energetic expressions, all of the creative combinations on the artist palette that are then being expressed uniquely in these dreamed creation designs eternally, infinitely. That is literally the only thing that makes logical sense. And this is the thing is that I've now been pursuing truth hardcore full time for half a decade. And this is it. This is it. This is what the perennial wisdom is. This is what's been talked about across the mystic traditions for thousands of years. They are all pointing to the same one end with different paths slash faces of the mountain. They're all ice cream, but they're just different flavors of the same ice cream. The statement from John 1030, I and my father are one from the Abrahamic tradition is the same thing as in the Upanishads, in the Vedic tradition, to say, Tatvam Asi, I am that, you are that, we are that. They're literally the same thing found across the planet. The Taijitu, which is literally the monist symbol with the dualist yin-yang inside of it, is 
in one symbol trying to explain to you what non-duality, the dualistic concession, and the multiplicity slash individuality is in one symbol. It just makes so much sense. And modernity is just so hypnotized and brainwashed and there's so much propagation of dogma and there's so much noise in modernity. There's so much noise. It's absolutely insane how much noise there is. You have to really look. You have to look. It's all available now, which is fantastic, which is what I did in 2020 was I just went and scooped up as much of what was available as possible full-time job. And that's why I broke through. It's all available now. You can go and literally Whereas for thousands of years, you could not find where the most accurate translation of the Tao Te Ching was or of the Buddhist teachings. And now today, you can literally go and just click a button on the internet and get an English translated Tao Te Ching that's crystal clear from one of the world's best scholars. You can go and attend a free 10-day Vipassana meditation retreat to undergo the most direct teachings of the Buddha brought forth by S.N. Goenka. 10 days of just zip, shutting up, silencing your mouth, silencing your mind, not using technology, and just going inward to the degree of which you eradicate all of the dirty roots of your monkey mind, all of the nasty suffering of craving and aversion, and you become a Gnostic being. You become a Jedi. You have the world's best Nunchi, the world's best emotional intelligence because you've acquired peak spiritual intelligence. You've acquired the God realization. And then everything else just morally channels out as your unique artistic, entrepreneurial, business, art, expression flawlessly, frictionlessly, wu-wei, effortlessly. And this last taste which is its own face slash path, is number one, individuality to non-duality. So you go from being the individual, which again is only part of the cultures around the world that start at the individual, which is basically your infancy. If you're an infant and your parents and the community and the culture are saying, you're a separate biological finite entity. I'm a separate biological finite entity. Everybody's a separate biological finite entity. You need to have an ego so that you can self-deal to yourself so that you can be safe and so that you can earn lots and lots of money. And the more that you are baptized and indoctrinated into that cultural drum of hypnosis the more you're later when you're 20 and 30 years old going to be like this is bullshit why am i not happy why am i not peaceful i know there's more to this to our metaphysics than this finite biological creature bullshit so there are indigenous tribes around the world that don't even beat the drum of the finite nonsense upon the infant being birthed so the infant never goes into the hyper ego state they know how to retain both the god realized union 
the inward, the yoga, the henosis, the mysticism, while simultaneously keeping the individuality, the unique expression of that God-realized being outward. Whereas if you don't have that inward first and you only go outward, you don't know what inward, you don't know what the metaphysics are. You're just going outward blindly, like in the parable of the prodigal son. You hit a breaking point and you turn inward anyway. So the first thing is that individuality to non-duality. And then as you hit the non-dual, as you pierce the veilless veil, walk through the gateless gate, experience your satori, everything outward is still going to be your own unique expression, but it's happening from the non-dual. It's happening from the God-realized state. It's not happening from the contracted finite entity. And then... Number two here would be ride the crest of now slash this. So you become really good upon this God-realized state of infinity, of eternity, being colored by experience. That you become really good at riding the crest as the surfer. You're on the crest of every single now, of every single this. You're just super present in the beingness. You laugh at how beautiful the beingness is. You're in awe at how beautiful the beingness is. You're addicted to the ecstasy of every single breath of the prana, of the life force itself. You are addicted to that. It is ecstasy. Simply that is ecstasy. And even if a little bit that light bulb diminishes a bit and you might feel a little bit, oh, a little bit down or sad for a moment, you then suddenly realize I am God being sad and then you recognize how funny that is and how you're actually infinite and eternal and then the light bulb comes right back on again and you're like wow I am happy and peaceful I can laugh at myself thinking that I was sad a moment ago it becomes absolutely unbelievable how much awe and bliss and peace and ecstasy for every single moment, for all of the now, for all of the this, for all of the riding on the crest of every single wave as the ocean itself, as the eternal infinite ocean that we share. We share the eternal infinite awareness. And lastly, it's the beyond everybody and nobody. So meaning that the oceanicness is the shared eternal, as we talked about, meaning that that's the everybody. We share the everybody. That you and I are that pupil. We are God. We are that in our own unique expressions of it. So we are everybody through that. Even outside of this creation design, outside of this dream to all of the other creation designs and dreams, we are that all-inclusive awareness. We are that, that everybody. And then when you get to the realization that it's all a dream, even the awareness itself is a dream, that then you recognize the nobody, that there is nobody here, that this is the fluctuations of an appearance that are modulating as an atlas talking to an audience. And that's the nobody. So you go beyond the everything, beyond the union of everything, beyond the nothingness as well, beyond the nobody's here doing anything. 
You go beyond both of those to the absolute ineffable. And you just relax. And you just bathe in the hot shower of the absolute ineffable. And if you want to ascribe a adjective, you can use the word perfection. It's just absolute ineffable perfection. And that's the most realized state. And then in the dualistic concession is where you say, oh, but there's suffering and there's well-being. And then we're like, yes, yes. So we're going to architect towards maximizing well-being and prosperity. Yes, civilization agrees. So the dualistic concession, we got it. And then there's the layer of the individuality of the multiplicity of the unique expressions outward as well. And there's all of these layers happening simultaneously. And that's why simultaneity is the true key. Sri Aurobindo first taught me that in the middle of 2020, that simultaneity is key. Can you hold both the absolute ineffable perfection of the non-dual while also holding the dualistic concession and the two poles that are in the rhythmic balanced interchange with each other in that ascension process? towards the Ouroboric Godhead attractor while also holding the uniqueness of each expression of the absolute ineffable here. Each one of us having the unique diamond or jewel that is refracting the source light as an artistic contribution to the big painting, to the big dream, to the big Lego landscape that we're all contributing to. It's a decentralized swarm intelligence that is unilinearly, orthogenically, like a symphony, playing towards the Ouroboric attractor at the Godhead. That's it. I hope the Direct Path 11 was really helpful for you. I hope you really enjoyed the juxtaposition of the inward with the outward and how we can recognize the simultaneity of going all the way to the God realization state and simultaneously going all the way out in the artistic expression state. And seeing it from all of these different faces slash paths to the one end of the flat mountain and then taking whatever resonates and works for you and then ramping up even more your as Punja said, you have this fire that you're flaming within you to God realize. And as Bentinho Mansaro said, that your seeking impulse is the truest thing about you. You are already it, yet it remains for you to recognize it. Yet it remains for you to pierce the veilless veil, to walk through the gateless gate. Thank you. Infinite love. Adore you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Like the video. If it brought you value, share the video with other people that it would resonate with. Do that. It's critical. 
Subscribe if you haven't. Leave a comment below with some of your thoughts, where you're at. Would love to hear from you. Join the community here. We have the exclusive group chat that's already roaring and doing really well and lots of other perks that you can get by joining the members only here. And we would love for you too because every single dollar goes directly back into the actualization of all of our projects. And... Eventually, some of the things that I've learned about being out here in Los Angeles is that a lot of the clubs that the really successful channels have are actually located off of YouTube because then they get to keep the vast majority of the rev share of the group that decides to help fuel them energetically in all of their dreams and aspirations. And then they can create a much more sort of fluid and harmonic way of creating incentives and exclusive perks for those members of said clubs. And so we're also looking at that whole landscape and figuring out what the artistic future trajectory is for the members and whatnot. But also, you know, in our ethos is that the dissemination, the distribution of the awakening content that we produced will always be absolutely free of cost because that's our ethos that's what we believe period and so even though there's going to be some exclusive videos that are published for the members only we will also publish those videos later downstream for the public for absolutely free all right that's it thank you so much I literally got this prop because it is such an illusion. I'm literally going to start bringing this around with me throughout Los Angeles, through my meetings, through doing social experiments with people that come on the program. This is going to be fun to do during our interviews. Just the process of just looking at the illusion of the clock itself, the illusion of how we are literally adding symbols that we made up to the rotation of the earth on its axis to the orbit of the earth around the star. And we said that that these symbols are true, that these symbols are honest, that these symbols are the nature of reality, but they are not. They are the way that we've colored this expression of it, but they are not our true metaphysical nature because our true metaphysical nature does not have time. Our true metaphysical nature is eternal. It is infinite. It is beyond the symbols And also, highly recommend for your health and for your wellness, get yourself a tennis ball. They're super cheap. They're like a dollar. And just begin rubbing this on your wrists. Begin rubbing it on your hands, especially on your thumbs. Take breaks to rub it on your forearms, on your biceps, on your triceps, on your trapezoids, on your lats, on your thighs your hammies, your quads, your calves, and then stand on the tennis ball as well. Roll it on the bottom of your foot. Roll it on the bottom of your foot as well. And those are those unique acupuncture points that really feel good as well. So take good care of your health. 
as you undergo the process of going all the way inward to God realization and all the way outward as your unique creative artistic expression. Take really good care of your health and your wellness. I adore you infinitely. Thank you so much. And eternal, infinite awareness being colored by experience.